the matter? I'm in love with you suddenly. The theme is love. The theme is love. <laughs> the theme is love. He is such a doof. The theme is love. The theme is love. Uh. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 6, Episode 7. It sure is, Jeff. It definitely is. It's the seventh one. Um, Number seven in the series. Last week... uh, Last week we we, uh, escaped from Timber. What a baffling week last week was. And uh, Cypher got mind-controlled by the sorceress. Mm -hmm. We went to that pub... And then we left town. Once we left town, I kind of wandered back to town. Right, and then we And then I left town again, and then I wandered the wrong place again, and then I finally made it to the forest on the way to Galbadia Garden. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, to remind our audience, we're headed to because Cypher went crazy with, like, being mind-controlled with magic. By the sorceress, Uh yep. Well, he went crazy before that all on his own. He did, and then he went crazier Mm -hmm. when he ran into her. Unclear what caused him to go crazy in the first place. Something vague about wanting to help Renoa mm-hmm. in some way. He broke um, out of the disciplinary room. He could have called. Could have called first. Right. I mean, well, we were we're on our way to Galbadia Garden because the protocol says go to the nearest garden right now, mm-hmm. and that's the nearest garden. When we get there, it's almost like they called us because they have a mission for us. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Whatever. I'm already getting into the weeds here. Anyway. But what really happened at the end of last week is we all passed out in the jungle, and we're all going into the dream world again. Yeah, we're going to be Laguna, Kiros, and Ward again. And like we said at the beginning of the season, like the only solid ground we have to stand on is Squall and Renoa are going to hug at some point. Mm-hmm. So far, zero hugs. Not hug a single hug out of this guy. Is it zero? <laughs> so that has not happened yet. Still to come. That counter's going to tick up at some point. At some point, it will hit one. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> at least one. And ooh, look at that bird. That's a pretty bird sitting up on the gate. Oh, hey, it's like it's watching us. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. What? Well, maybe. I don't. I, think I don't us. know. It's not paying attention to us. I don't know. If Amelia knew that was there, kinda, she'd lose her shit. He's kind of. Yeah, he's probably looking at bugs or something. That's right? definitely the kind of bird that if you're in Red Dead Two, you're gonna need to make like one of those tiny bows that are like special uh, arrows. That you know, I, I never ended up ones. crafting like those little arrows and hunting I the birds. I did that a lot. I did a lot of bird hunting. In I'm, that game. I mostly did the treasure hunts. I really liked finding the treasure maps and then riding around until I saw the right place and then God. wandering around. I've been wanting to replay that. You know, I started it again and then I well, was you never like, finished it. Yeah, I know, but I was showing someone else the game, uh-huh. and I was like, I don't want to play through this snow part. Well, I mean, in my defense, every time I sit down to finish it, it's like, Arthur is sick, yeah, and like, he can't do anything, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to play something here. else, yeah, <laughs> where I'm not sick and dying. I'm going to play a video game where I'm strong and invincible and have magic, like Final Fantasy VIII. Let's go! Let's do it! We're getting into it. Here goes the episode. <laughs> Kuros, you sure this is the place? Positive. I don't want to be patrolling the wrong place like last time. So we're Laguna Ward and Kuros, and we're in some kind of ominous jungle. I don't think this is the same jungle as no, the other. No, it's a totally different place. Once we wander a little further, we're going to be in like a sort of mine thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of crystal tunnels. But right now they're looking ahead at like what seems like a very strange area. And man, last time we were like, so there's soldiers who are supposed to do something, but then they just get in their car and leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone's afraid of Galbadia, because same situation here. It's like they hired soldiers on Postmates, and we're like, go patrol an area. Like, like we don't have a commanding officer. There's only three of us. You think you could do that on Postmates? They say you can get anything. I don't think they can commit crimes for you. Like, I mean... But they could patrol... Patrolling an area doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing anything illegal well i mean you could probably do it on craigslist i don't think anyone on postmates is going to go patrol an area for you but you could totally go on craigslist (laughs) and be like i'll give you 50 bucks to patrol my block for an hour i love that craigslist is like the light dark web (laughs) like it's like (laughs) the gray web it's it's more just like the the junkyard web (laughs) you ever go on craigslist and just look at the free section no. 
Anything good? I mean, there's always dirt. You can always get free dirt. <laughs> Buy dirt. Well, I mean, you know, you need that dirt for free. landscaping, whatever. Oh, that kind of dirt. That makes you know, more sense. And someone else who's done some landscaping has some extra dirt that they don't want. <laughs> uh-huh. and they don't know what to do with it. I have I mean, a broken I, TV. I guess I should list it there. I guess you could. Uh, I mean, a broken TV is wor- more worthless than dirt. But um, <laughs> the... <laughs> I was just thinking if I had a bunch of dirt, how would I get rid of it? And I'm like, I guess you could just like fill your trash can with dirt. And have them take have it them to the landfill. Yeah. yeah. Environmentally neutral. Yeah. Or you could shake it out of your leg onto like your lawn. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> I, I, I can't even really explain why I said that really. <laughs> like I had an image in my head from Shawshank Redemption where he goes and he's got all the like crumbly dirt that he's got to get out of his cell from mm-hmm. like digging the hole and oh then, and he like he ha- like goes out into the yard and like shakes it out of his leg onto the onto the ground so you're suggesting so nobody- if you have like a mound of dirt in your yard <laughs> yeah, you want to get rid of you, put you get a pockets. little bit in your pocket and you go to your neighbor's yard yeah, and, and you drop walking. like a pocket full of dirt <laughs> exactly in their yard yes and over the course of months, <laughs> you, you, get you rid of slowly your <laughs> move the dirt around the neighborhood. Yes. Okay. I'm imagining like after a month, your neighbor has a tiny little pile of dirt in their yard and you still have a giant pile of dirt that's the same color. And they're like looking at you as you're like walking around and they're like, why are you doing this? And you're like, doing what? Doing what? Nothing. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, What are we going to do with this? I, I don't know. But we're patrolling. Uh, Laguna assures them that uh, this is not the right place that they're supposed to be. Once again, he's taking them to the wrong place. Uh, sorry, this ain't the place. No, shit. I brought the wrong map. You idiot, Laguna. Somehow, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, a bad feeling. Seriously, I have a bad feeling. There's something fishy going on here. I think we're going to fight some sheep and a fish. So in spite of being in the wrong place and knowing it, they're just going to go ahead and patrol it anyway. Stop your clamoring and make sure all your gear's equipped. Now let's move out. Um, is all of our gear equipped? But seriously, this place sure is strange. But yeah, we walk up to some giant mining operation where there's like a big structure that you can walk into and basically there's a ladder that goes up and a ladder that goes down. Yeah, it's kind of like a bunch of metal catwalks like built around these pits and like tunnels that they've dug. What the heck is this big pile of rocks? You think this these are natural rocks used for carving through tombstones? Uh, what mission did we come in the middle of? Hey, looks like we got company. S-Star soldiers. Still wearing those flashy uniforms. Oh, we're surrounded. Yeah, we're getting surrounded by S-Star soldiers. Yeah, which is, is that our... the first reference of S-Star? I, that, uh, I think so, yeah. S-Star is gonna be really important later in the game. So we know Galbadia invaded Timber. Mm. 17 years ago right something like that yeah and it seems like at the same time or Mm -hmm. around then they were doing battle with this like weird nation called esthar yes and that's sort of what we're seeing now and we're gonna have to kick their asses and i wish jeff and i could elucidate the exact timeline of all of this for you but we don't know ambush attack don't be such a weenie what the They have better fight music than we do. Man, I want them to play this in the club. Now we summon our girlfriends. <sighs> Whatever. I love that he throws that javelin and then he has to run up and <laughs> Yeah, Ward's weapon is a javelin. <laughs> It's a harpoon, man. He's got to go get it every it's time. It's like a wailing and, harpoon. He grabs it. it <laughs> There's more coming. There's no end to this. Better make a run for it. Okay, let's run. Let's go right this way. So we start by going down a ladder. Mm-hmm. Huh? A ladder? Guys, it's a ladder. It looks like it leads down. All right. Yeah, and now we're, like, deep in the guts of this, like, huge industrial operation. Yeah, to our left is, like, a giant... It could be ice. It's probably some kind of weird fantasy mineral. Yeah, it's like a gigantic wall of this crystal or something next to us. But wait a minute. What was the other way? Oh, shit. Ouch. What's oh, wrong with your leg again? My leg cramped up. He's nervous. This happens to him when he's nervous. fine now. I'm so out of shape. Got to stretch before I exercise. That last battle we had doesn't really count as exercise. Yeah, so that's not exercise. What? Do you say something? 
This room looks like the room they kept Mothra in, in the uh, Godzilla remake. It does. Or you mean the King Ghidorah? Was that the one? No, no, yeah, yeah. When he was frozen behind the ice. Yeah, yeah. God, that shit's awesome. That movie kicks ass. Maybe I'll rent a Godzilla movie tonight while I'm going to bed. Yeah, I could watch a Godzilla movie. Wait, I was gonna go back up and see what was the other way. Go up. Okay, thank you. So we got into a couple fights on this bottom floor, but instead of fully exploring it, you were like, let's go up Well, this is instead. the first real dungeon we've been in. It's like a big maze, and I think you can miss parts of it, and there's parts that you can't get to once you get to other parts. Well, yeah, and it is that eternal Final Fantasy question of like, is this the way forward or is this the secret way? Exactly, and I'm trying to go the secret way first. Always. What's this way? It's a dead end! Huh. What's that? Maybe down was the secret way? What do you think? I have no fucking idea. Can we now go down into this, this ice or something? I think so. I do think this is the way forward and not the secret way. And maybe there was another way into this whole block of ice. I kind of think this dungeon is made up of several big loops. Like, I, I think that they connect up. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure that our conventional wisdom of way forward and secret way is always correct here. Right. So we're on the top of this glacier-like thing. The catwalk, like, extends out over it, and there's a big hole in the center of it that we can go down. Just go up. Back the other way. <laughs> so we enter the hole and it's like a crystal cave. Yeah, we're in like a big bored out tunnel. It's just made completely of crystal. And on the ground we find a key. Got an old key. I feel a draft on my butt. So I went down that ladder that was ahead and went into this like mine. Oh, I feel a draft on I my picked, butt. I picked up an old key. Oh, there's, a, there's hole. a hole in my back pocket. What? So you keep dropping the key and then putting it in your pocket and dropping it again? What? Fuck you, Laguna. Laguna. So Laguna literally puts the key in a pocket with a hole in it, drops it, and then does it the same action like three or four times until he loses the key. I bet we'll come here as us, and this is before we were here. And, and we'll, we'll be, be like, like oh, there's a key somewhere yeah. here. Something I said? Come on, let's go. So that's all that's down here? No, I don't know. Okay. I like when Haley's feet all bunch up when she's asleep. Mm -hmm. it's like just a tie them all together and yeah. just hang her like a sack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's another thing. Hmm, what's this? Pick it up. Don't put it in your. Don't put this old key Look. in your back this pocket. This time it's in my shirt pocket, so ha. Ha, ha, chew. Not again. Laguna! Wow, what a this guy tool. is a dumbass. You know, this whole key thing, like we keep finding keys and then Laguna loses them, and I'm not sure if this is just I think it's mediocre comedy or I think if there's that. like a puzzle here that we didn't understand. I think it's mediocre comedy. I mean, I would go with you on that, but I want to make sure. Oh, wow, this is... Dude, we are nowhere in this game. I know, we haven't even started. I'm flipping through the guide, and my God... <laughs> we haven't even gotten... <sighs> anywhere in this game yet. I feel so bad. How are we dragging you guys through this so slowly? Um, okay. Forest dream. Blah, blah, blah. You go into the excavation site. Couple large, yeah, large loops. So yeah, I don't, I don't know that there is a... But he keeps finding an old key and putting it in pockets and then doing things that made it, make it so that you can't. The old keys and other things. Wow, there's a whole page for this. There's got to be, hold on. You can find two old keys scattered throughout the second level of the excavation site. You can't see either key on the ground, but if you search the ground right in the right area, they aren't too difficult to find. The first is located near the beginning of the lower level, blah, blah, blah. You can't keep the keys regardless of what you do. Laguna always happens to lose them. Don't bother looking for them again because <laughs> they're gone for good. That's all it says about this. I think it's bad comedy. But there's secret, like there. There are secrets around here. No, I mean they're not even visible on the ground. Like you have, <laughs> they their are fucking it's sec secret. They comedy. are a secret. Secret comedy. Can't find it. Well, according to the guide, if you do all this correctly, you add a draw point on disc three. By that point, you're so disconnected from this scene that you don't really realize that like some of the actions that you're doing here will affect stuff later. But whatever. You would never get to this point in, on disc three that we're talking about and see a draw point and go, "Oh, that must be because I picked up the old." key 
and then lost it. But anyway, on with the comedy. What the fuck, Oh, well, man? it's not like I'm gonna die. I'm just losing all the old keys. Wow, this place is fucking huge. Yeah. I wonder what the other way was. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, save spot. Anyway, we go into the next cave, and there's like a detonator lying in the middle of the floor. Mm-hmm, and Laguna looks at it, and he's like, oh, there's a wire that goes to this boulder right next to us, and a wire that goes to a boulder down there. Oh, I get it. The short blue fuses for that boulder, and the okay. long red fuses for the boulder further down. Okay. What the fuck? Are you crazy? Detonator's right here, so... Okay, let's whatever. blow it up. Yeah, blow it up. So we press the fuse for the short one, which is like supposed to go to the nearest boulder, and we all run off to like just out of range so that this doesn't blow us up. Now, okay, boulder one rolls. Oh, sends those guys running. Knocks into boulder two. Now, wait, now we're trapped on this side. I think we did that in the wrong order because we, like, blocked our path with a boulder. Right, if we had blown the further down boulder first, that would have gone out of the way, and then this boulder could have maybe come down but and also, had a free space to go. it seems like it doesn't matter. Doesn't. Because you just go the other way and you get out of the dungeon the same. So I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know what this is all about. Maybe we can now hit the long fuse. Yeah, press the right switch. It's broken. Huh. Can we undo? No, I don't think so. And now we can't get through here. Do we blow that for good? I don't know. I don't know what any of this means. I know, no, I'm I'm asking out loud, <laughs> not even to you. I'm not expecting you to know the answer yeah, necessarily. I'm no just like, clue. I want to know the answer. Do you think this is some kind of Assassin's Creed thing where you're like in their minds and an animus? I don't think we're in animus. No, I don't think so, no. I think it's, we're, for some reason, through magic, experiencing the lives of these okay. people for reasons that, who knows. You asked me if I think this is like Assassin's Creed, and mm -hmm. I go, no, I don't think it's like that. I think it's exactly like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like, I'm like, nah, I don't think it's like that. I think what's happening is we're just experiencing the past through the eyes of these people. <laughs> Which also, in Assassin's Creed, how the fuck is that, like... No, he goes into your DNA strands, and you share the DNA of your past look, ancestors, you and you can do it words, through that. It's still magic. That's how it works. What, Haley? She's eating, and now she's ready to play. She wants to play. Haley, I'm hypnotized by this game. I'm zombified. I can't move or do anything but stare. I'm your only salvation, Haley. Find me a ball. Her tail is wagging so much. Find me a ball? Oh, there it is. Yeah! Nice, you carded him? Elastoid card. This is gonna be the first time we really do this kind of shit, like I the know. equivalent of the enemy skill. Like kind looking of thing. for every enemy and seeing what they have. And Haley, bring that here before you drop him behind there. Come here. This place is fucking crazy. Another bold one. Moving along, there's another boulder puzzle. Well, I don't even, I'm not even gonna call them puzzles because yeah. I'm not sure they are, but we push a boulder, we push another boulder. Huh. Whoa. Whoa, you can just push that one. Haley, bring that here. Come here. Haley. Whatever, man. Thanks to me, those Estar soldiers and that rock are history. Like killing two pigs with one stone. Two pigs That's with so one awesome. stone. Genius, I tell you. Pigs? Don't you mean birds? Yeah, Laguna gets it wrong, or he's doing the more impressive feat of killing pigs with stones. <laughs> yeah. One stone, two pigs, give, I mean... Give the guy a break. That's the next level? It's, I mean, then again, birds are small. And they fly. That's true. I it, do feel like... I feel like I would be able to hit two But if you hit a bird with a rock, I feel like you could kill it. You know, I don't know that I You're just gonna feel... Bother the positive enough that I can throw a rock hard enough to kill a pig. Because, I mean, if I'm going to kill a pig with a rock, I probably got a big rock, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But then how am I going to kill the second pig? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming one throw with the rock. I mean, like, I guess I could pick the rock up again and kill the other pig, and you it's still one stone. And have it, like, land on one's head and then roll and then on the other. Yeah, like, you're skipping it. Right. But I'm thinking, like, a hunk of, like, concrete, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, about... About the size of, of a sheep skull. 
Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> just for reference. Yeah. An everyday <laughs> reference that people make for size. And I got to think that's just going to crack and crunch and just sit in the pig's head. I think you're right. I don't think it'll bounce. Whereas birds, I could get like a nice skipping stone, and if you got the birds lined up, I could see you hitting both of them. Yeah, it's harder to hit two pigs than two birds. But it's probably easier to kill one pig than even one bird. Nice. Stocking cures. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. How did I not see it? The solution that Laguna's talking about is you have a stone that's a boulder that you can roll over two pigs at one time. You could kill many pigs you with could, one You stone. could kill at least two pigs <laughs> with one stone if it's... Is it still a stone if it's a boulder? I think so. Are all boulders stones, I, but not the, all stones are boulders? I, yes. Okay. I hope we learn something about Squall soon that makes us not hate him so much. That would be good. I'm fucking tired of his bullshit. Whoa! They really must have had their artists going crazy on this game. Seriously. I mean, it must have been in development before 7 came out, right? There's no way it only took a year to, to make. No. But they released it a year later. Yeah, that that's different than 1 to 2. Where I think they might have actually... I think they actually did. Just did it in a year. year. Yeah. I can't remember when I look it up, but it turns out they've made this whole game in a year. Which is both amazing and a damn shame. Don't tell me of all the worst possible predicaments. So we exit the dungeon and we're on like a cliff face. Yeah, we're like overlooking a little like protected cove in the ocean. I fought a million of these guys. Yeah. And from behind us, a bunch of S-Dart soldiers start attacking yeah, one after the other. We're trapped. But now we're in a predicament. Okay. It's one of them. <laughs> yeah, what a predicament, man. And between each battle with these S-Dart soldiers, Laguna says, like, a one-liner. Uh, I'm getting hungry. I'm getting tired. Are you getting hungry at all? Yeah, I guess I am kind of getting hungry. I was thinking of making mac and cheese and doing some interesting things to put in. I would eat some interesting mac and cheese. I'm gonna start that process then. Some mystery mac? Yeah. I'm gonna dig around in the old pantry, see what kind of mysterious ingredients you got. Well, I've got mystery mac and cheese. Whoa. Man, you know that, um, the like beer butter brats? Oh, yeah. My brother yeah. made mac and cheese with those in it. Like it was hot dogs. Oh, I and bet it was, that's. It was the good, best. but it was also the heaviest. <laughs> just like. <laughs> I mean, there's so much butter. Ah, uh, I'm getting hungry, he says again. What does that mean? I don't know. I fought a million of these dudes. It's not hard or interesting. At some point, maybe they'll be starving? Oh, this guy's got Blizzara. Oh, shit, we should be drawing. What am I doing? Anyway, after many fights, we finish fighting and lay down tired on the cliff well, face. Well, no, this is one of those situations where, like, supposedly we've all narrowly escaped death. Uh -huh. Like, we're all injured uh -huh. and seemingly mortally wounded, even though our health bars I was gonna were say, full. But they're acting like we're at limit break territory. Yeah, they didn't even send us a fucking boss. They sent us like five or six individual soldiers, and now we're supposedly dying. And we're on like the edge of a cliff. We're like overlooking like a boat in the water. Look, the ocean. We're saved. Lady Luck is on our side. We can escape to Galbadia. One would say we've been run down. That's what they normally say. Don't say that. It might come true. Didn't your grandmother tell you that? If you say something bad, it will come true. Yeah, I think she did. Huh, my grandma never said that. Anyway. What'd you say? I think his throat was injured. He lost his voice. It was fun you... Say again? It was fun you guys. Laguna, Kiros, it was fun. Ward threw out his voice in the fight. Well, I think he's, like, got his fucking throat slit yeah, lying probably. here, and Laguna's like, dude, uncool. <laughs> Ward, that's way uncool. It's not cool to say things like that. 
Dude, bro, just say some cool things. Check it out, a boat, we're getting on. Well, I just tossed him off a cliff into the ocean. Holy shit. Yeah, Laguna picks up Ward and Kiros and throws them off the cliff to get them down to where the boat is. This doesn't seem like a safe way to get on a boat. <laughs> Jeez. They'll land in the water. You guys sure have guts. You know how high this cliff is? What a joker. I like him more than Squall. Not a lot to like about Squall. No. And that's the end of that dream. Yeah, so to summarize the important parts, mm-hmm. there's a nation called Esthar. Yep. And uh, Laguna Warden Kiros almost died and then jumped off a cliff into the ocean. And to be saved, to go on to somewhere else. Anyway, we're lying on the ground. Yeah. Uh, Squall, Selfie, and... Wake up in the jungle. And Quistus are, are passed out in the dirt on their faces. Renoa and Zell are like, what the fuck they're just, just They're just walking happened. back and forth waiting for the dream to end. <laughs> They've just been pacing back and forth while we're on the ground, passed out. Was it Laguna again? Sir Laguna's in big trouble. I hope he'll be okay. Doesn't seem like the first time for you all. What is this? We have no idea. Quistus is like, you guys have done this before? Yeah. This has been <laughs> happening? <laughs> and Squall's sitting there like, it sucks that this is happening to everyone. Because I wish I could just say it was just a dream. Like, I'm not really interested in figuring this shit out. If it were just me, I could tell the others it was only a crazy dream. We'll just be wasting our time trying to figure it out. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's go. I think we're almost there. Seriously, fuck when they do this. Like, why yeah. not ask a couple of questions? You have so many lines of dialogue, you can't even sit down and have a conversation with each other about what that was? I know, like, the most interesting, mysterious thing to happen in the game so far, and the characters, like, couldn't give less of a shit. But the Garden Festival won't shut up. The fucking Dude, like- hot dogs. <laughs> Dude, Talk about I mean, this. I mean, like, the old man whose hands are shaky. The woman <laughs> in the cafeteria who has a son who she was worried wasn't mature enough, but now maybe he's grown up. The amount of breath wasted on Cypher and others. Yeah, and then this happens, and what they do is they go like, hey, we're almost to Galbadia Garden. Let's get the fuck out of here. God damn it. And then Renoa... Okay, I gotta unpack this for a second, because this is straight fucked. Uh-huh. Renoa comes up to Squall and yeah. apologizes apologizes for when Squall was an absolute dipshit to her earlier. It's unacceptable. And re-watching it, I think I just realized the moment Renoa falls for Squall is when he's a fucking asshole to her. God damn it. Because, like, he's a dick to her back in Timber. Mm -hmm. They get in that fight, and here she apologizes to him, and from here on out, she's, she's, like, trying to hold his hand and stuff. Well, like, it does... From the minute that she saw him, she was like, you're the best looking one here. I want to dance with you. That's true. I guess you could say it was love at first sight. But first of all, it being one-sided. And then second of all, it really does like seem to hit a new place where it was like she was she thought he was hot, but now he negged her. And and this is not like a game that's unpacking like abusive relationships no. or something like that. It no. just has one in it. <laughs> that's like the point of the game. Um, Squall, I think I may have said too much. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize to me. I'm being an asshole. Forget about it. Wow, okay. Um, wow. And save. So we get out of the forest and quickly make our way to Galbadia Garden. And when we enter, there's a big cutscene. Whoa, cutscene! The cutscene starts in the sky, and we see a bunch of guys in mech suits flying through the air. They look like that loader that Ripley uses to kill the alien. Yeah, yeah. But they have, like, a big fan on the back with jets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they kind of, like, fly around, and then there's an awesome shot revealing the entire school that then, like, lands behind your characters looking Mm -hmm. up at the school. Yeah. It's beautifully cinematic. We're at the garden. Whoa. Cool. Got a hovercraft. I really like the way the camera like lands in the spot of the pre-rendered background. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Which academy are you from? You sure don't look like a student from Galbadia Garden. You like arts? So we enter the main part of the school. Mm-hmm. And just like Balam Garden, it's like a big circle. Large atrium, and we talk to one of the students that's standing here. I heard that the sorceress is residing in the capital. Okay. Yeah, this music is not music. 
Definitely. Whatever. Sure is quiet. Could you leave this one up to me? I've been here several times, and I know the hidden master pretty well. I'll go and explain our situation. Quistus walks off. Yeah, she's gonna go, like, talk to the headmaster, see what's up. And the rest of us are gonna, like, walk around Yeah, and we're explore. just gonna mill around, and then we'll... I think we eventually get called to a waiting room. Quite different from your garden, isn't it? Well, it's in Galvadia, which is the fucking... evilest fucking place on the face of the earth, apparently. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, one thing about this that I'm finding a little bit... Like, nothing about this has the teeth that Seven did. Like... If Galbadia is the bad guys, they don't feel... Well, what are they doing that's bad? Yeah. They're just... Yeah. They're just... Yeah. Totally. No, I, I know exactly what you mean by that. If Shinra... It was obvious in what... Like, why we hate them and yeah. want them to... Wow, this is a big place. Attention, seed party from Balam Garden. Please wait in the second floor reception room. If I can figure out how to get there, I'll do that. The hallways in this place are the identical background. Yeah, they have, like, a bunch of hallways that look exactly the same, but are different places. Door on the right, door on the left, door at the end of the hallway. There's a lot of reusing of assets in this part. I think the idea is supposed to be that there's one giant hallway that loops around the entire place. I do think you're right. But when you're walking through it, it does not it feel, like, feel that. like that. It doesn't feel like that at all. <laughs> it's a dude in a wheelchair. I heard the sorceress has the ability to brainwash others. I wonder if it's true. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all the NPCs are talking about the sorceress, who literally was not, like, fucking mentioned at all no. until we, like, saw her. <laughs> like, like we were saying before, like, all the stuff that happened before this... That's all over now. Lock now, the door on that. The sorceress has appeared. We're talking about the sorceress. We're now. in a new room. Timber, forget timber. Put it out of your mind. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Go back down the hall and turn right. Well, I'm looking around first. There's an ice hockey ring. <laughs> That's cool. Don't interrupt our practice. Can you have a date on it? Under the theme of love? I don't know. There's some magic out there I want to draw, but I can't get out there. 13 lives. Awesome. 13 lives. Have you heard about a hawk, the hawk, that hockey team made up of a bunch of monsters? We're gonna play them next week. To tell you the truth, I'm kind of worried. <laughs> some guys told me that they play so rough that some of our guys might get killed. Wow. Wow. So Quistus attended classes here? I guess. I don't know. She said she's been here. So eventually we find our way to the second floor uh, reception room or waiting room or whatever that the, the PA system told us to go to. And it's, you know, it's just like a little room with a couple couches. Quistus is in there and we're all just going to wait for further instructions. If they have a garden festival here too. How long are they going to make us wait? Oh, Quistus, how'd it go? They understood our situation and Balam Garden is safe. The attack on the president and Timber was classified as an independent action. There was an official notice from the Galvanian government saying that Balam Garden is not being held responsible. And here it is. Like, that's them really closing the door on the entire chapter we just experienced of being like, not a worry anymore. And all the questions you might have, just don't ask them because the government said that Balam wasn't responsible for the thing with the president. Yeah, so Balam's got no beef with Galbadia. But I mean, the entire focus shifted from we got a free timber <laughs> to, oh no, is Balam Garden in trouble for trying to free timber? Right. And now it turns out Balam Garden is not in trouble for that. It's going to be fine. And we're going to learn about Cypher's fate. So, Cypher's taking all the blame, the trial's over, and the sentence has been carried out. What? Already? He was executed? Of course he was. He attacked the president. And what were we going to do, Renoa? We were going to talk to him. What? We were going to talk to him and tell him, hey, cut it out. We fucking kidnapped him. <laughs> we thought we had kidnapped the president. No. And now Renoa's like, oh, no, Cypher's dead. Well, of course he is. He did something stupid he like attack the president. Crazy. He sacrificed himself for the forest owls. It was your group that got safer involved in all this. You're a resistance faction, right? He must have been prepared for the worst. I'm very confused about the politics of all this. So, we are allowed to aid the resistance faction, but we're not held responsible. We tried to kidnap the president. Uh...
I mean, they're missing a train car. <laughs> They've surely realized, like, what happened to our nice train car, at least. Well, we're an independent faction, right? Well, Cypher is in trouble for taking the president hostage. We're not in trouble. Balam Garden isn't being blamed, even though we were sent to help the forest owls kidnap the president. I think none of this makes any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I'm so smart. <laughs> Listen to how smart I'm being. I'm totally right. So you're suggesting that this game might just like not be, not like hold together. Well, so far, I mean, I mean, maybe there's something how the fuck are on. how the fuck are we not in trouble for trying to kidnap the president? You know what I mean? We're and why does Renoa have zippers on the front of her shorts? How could what are those zippers for? How do you know. that even work? She's wearing like spandex shorts that come down to the top of her thighs and they have zippers on the front. It would like be you, like if you put on shorts like cuffing it, them yeah, around no, each leg. Yeah, no, it's like leg. they're not even attached to the... <laughs> and then you the, zip the, them the, Yeah, it's more like a leg cuff. <laughs> Maybe we're being uh, pawns being used somehow. I mean, probably, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, So Cypher got in trouble. Our original plan was to fucking storm in there, attack the president, and make our own broadcast. How was that different from what he did? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure Cypher was prepared too. So don't think of it as Cypher sacrificing himself for you. He's not dead. The witch lady brainwashed him. I'm Siri. I guess that wasn't much cancellation. Siri, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> for once, Siri speaks for all of us. Yeah, Siri never understands anything, but this time I'm with her. Renoa says, I really liked him. He was always full of confidence, smart. He was a fucking dick face. He was an asshole. Just by talking to him, I felt like I could take on the world. Selfie, oh, now we might get to the bottom of it. Your boyfriend? Renoa, I don't really know. See, they didn't know what they were. Oh. I... I think I was in love. Okay. I wonder how he felt. Oh, who gives a shit? Selfie's asking, do you still like him? He's fucking dead, Selfie. He's dead. Have you not been listening to this? If I didn't, I wouldn't be talking about it. It was last summer. Oh, God. I was 16. You're what? only 17? You're, oh. This is still melting my brain <laughs> that everyone is 17. I can't understand this. Lots of fond memories. It's impossible for me to imagine Cypher having fun. Well, Danny Zuko's friends couldn't imagine him having fun on the summer either, but he managed to do it. You know, from Greece. Uh... <laughs> Renault's just silent now, remembering all of the fond memories. I, I didn't like the guy, but executed? There's no way he's dead. I don't have any good memories of him. I've seen some troubled children, but he was beyond troubled. Well, he wasn't really a bad guy. No, he was. He put you on a hit list. He put you on a hit list. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You really hated Cypher, didn't you, Zell? Yeah, but he was from Garden. He was one of us. If I can, I want to get revenge. Oh my god. Why? Revenge for Squall. Cypher? Yeah, Squall is like, I liked him. So everyone's reminiscing about Cypher, trying to talk around how much they fucking hate him to mm -hmm. spare Renault's feelings, and Squall starts talking to himself in his head while he <laughs> paces around. Cypher, you've become just a memory. Will they, will they talk about me this way if I die too? Squall was this and that, using, now I think I know how they all talk. <laughs> Squall was this and that, using past tense, <laughs> saying whatever they want. This is the most melodramatic bullshit. Yeah. So this is what death is all about. <laughs> Ugh, <sighs> not for me. I won't have it. What's wrong, Squall? I won't have it. Are you mad? I'm not having anyone talk about me in the past tense! Oh my god. And he runs away. He runs out of the room. 
That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. From everyone else's point of view, based on nothing, Squall starts screaming about ha- being talked about in the past tense. Well, they were all like, like Cypher, you know, he was such an all right guy. I guess he was okay. And Squall just explodes. Yeah, he's like, no one's going to talk about me like that. Fuck all of you. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. He's like, I won't have it. Ooh, I just got paid. Mmm. <laughs> peas are a good touch. My mac and cheese is ready. Yeah, and you've done some mac hacks. You're gonna want to hack your mac. That's what I usually do these days. You know, a big thing for me is if I got, like, I usually have zucchini and mushrooms. Those are the veggies I always buy Mm -hmm. because you can put them in, like, anything, like omelets on their own, whatever. And Mm -hmm. I'll saute up zucchini and mushroom with some green Tabasco sauce and pepper and make them spicy. That's really good. And then you add that to the mac. And then I always throw, (sighs) I try to throw some real cheese in, too, so you get that... (laughs) Didn't you say that you did this the other day, though? Well, I made And you texted me, and you were, you sent me a picture of you trying <laughs> to pull some mac out of a thing. You'd put so much fucking cheese in this thing. I did a boo-boo. <laughs> and the mac became more like a ball. Like, the cheese the, like the cheese to noodle ratio, I think, was leaning more towards cheese. Yes. And it became, like, impossible to scoop or eat, <laughs> and it made me sick. But that's not to say you shouldn't hack your Mac. No, in fact, we recommend it here on the show. There's peas, there's hot dog, and then I kind of sauteed up the onion. Mm. Put some onion in there. Good call. You got any other Mac hacks you like to do? My main thing is throw some peas in there. Yeah. And I remember the first time a friend showed me this, the put ketchup on it after that. Oh, you're I was the one like, who turned me on to ketchup. I was like, mac. this is insane. And then I was like, this is great. And you know, I know for some fucked up reason, ketchup can be a controversial condiment. <laughs> Why? It's but delicious. It's, it's good in Mac. And you know what else is good in Mac? I like hot sauce, particularly red Tabasco. Yeah. I think it's great in yep. Mac. Now I'm just running around this fucking place. I don't know what I'm doing. One of the Mac hacks I've done is I've mixed up the shells and white cheddar from Annie's with Mm -hmm, a Kraft mm -hmm. Mac. And part of the difficulty there is timing out the pastas, which have different cooking times. Oh, you almost want to cook them in separate pots. Well, I actually just cook them most of the way with the shells, and then I drop the rest of the Mac in. Oh, so you're like, no, what point to drop in? Exactly. You got to feel the softness. The thinner noodles. Exactly. Right. That's a good point. You know what I did the other day? Because another Mac hack I've realized is you can buy mac and cheese powder Mm -hmm. from Kraft or several other companies separately in In a big tub. Yeah. I had a bunch of spaghetti, and I just made it Mac. (laughs) I want to do that. I need to get myself one of those It was like, it looked like almost an Alfredo, Mm -hmm. but it tasted like mac and cheese. So it's one of those fun things where you eat it, and your brain expects it to taste one way, and then it tastes another. (laughs) And that's kind of like a brain hack also, because then you're hacking your entire experience of reality Mm -hmm. and pushing on the boundaries of your own consciousness through the Mac. Anyway, Squall is running around aimlessly and we don't know where to go, but we're wandering around Galbadia Garden. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I'm screaming that I won't have it and being afraid of death. Well, make sure you do it from every balcony. I won't have it. Yeah, well, we'll see, uh, but so far I'm getting the feeling they did not knock the story out of the park on this one, at least for my taste so far. Well, <laughs> this... I still don't know what's it like... It was last summer. My boyfriend. Really enjoying this light onion flavor in this mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. No, it's really good. If I had to guess, I'd say you're running back to the entrance of this place and someone will stop you on your way out, maybe? Mm. Okay. Yo, Squall. Running through all these same-looking hallways, we eventually run into Fujin and Raijin. What are you doing here? What are you <laughs> Haley. What am I doing? I'm a messenger, you know? Brought you a new order from Headmaster City, you know? What kind of order? It was given. <laughs> I don't know. Gave it to the head honcho here. Just did what Headmaster Sid wanted, you know? <laughs> Explain! You were supposed to go to Timber trains and stuff, so we had no other choice but to come here. Kind of relieved to see you guys here. Uh, <laughs> Cypher! 
Oh yeah, wasn't Cypher with you? Oh shit. I believe Cypher may be dead. <laughs> I think we found our new squall, our real squall boy. I heard he was treading Galvania and then executed. Lies! Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's gotta be a lie, you know? In case anybody's forgotten, Fujin and Raijin were like a part of Cypher's crew. Yeah, they're like his two best friends. And we're kind of landing on Squall here, like after his outburst, we mm -hmm. get more of a sense, but it's going to evolve a little bit more yeah, than voice. this, like, Californian's SNL ripoff. Right. There's no way you'd put up with a trial, you know? You'd skip out on bail. <laughs> or an execution, for that matter. It's just not Cypher, you know? Oh, what? We're going to go meet up with Cypher? Well, see you, Squall. It's just not like him to get held accountable for his crime, you know? It's not. He's white and blonde, you know? <laughs> After catching up with Fujin and Raijin, who don't believe that Cypher could possibly be dead, we hear another announcement over the PA system. Attention seed party from Bowden Garden. Please assemble in front of the gate. Alright. It's, uh, down below you. I want something to happen in this story that isn't annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, you're cooking mac and cheese. <laughs> The noodles are boiled, uh -huh. you're ready to make the sauce, yeah. you're out of milk. What do you do? I, As I've said before, and I think you've made fun of me on this show, I wouldn't have gotten that far because I don't I'm try to make it without the milk. you get to this point, what do you do? Extra butter. Extra butter could work. I was thinking maybe yogurt <sighs> and some water with the butter. Maybe a little bit. Not like a lot. Like, you don't want it to taste like yogurt. yogurt. and water as a milk replacement. I mean, it'd be definitely tangier, but Could that might good. not be bad. I think one time my brother tried to do it with cream cheese and literally oh. cannot stop throwing up about it to How this much day. cream cheese? <laughs> not too much, it sounded like. Oh, like it, it would make it like cold nacho cheese consistency even when it was hot, it, right? It <laughs> sounded really dis He said he took one bite and like it was the grossest thing he'd ever made. I think extra butter is the only really reasonable <laughs> way to go. But yogurt could work. Sour cream. Sour cream? Cottage cheese? Cottage cheese has a different consistency. But you could mash those curds. You mash the curds? What if you mash the curds into water until it's all liquid and it just looks like milk? That could work with the cheese taste. It is... I'm trying to think, is there Is any... cottage cheese more milk or is it more cheese? Hmm. My understanding of cottage cheese, which by that I mean I am logicking through in my head right now how I think cottage cheese is made. Mm -hmm. Huh. You know, I have no idea because I've made yogurt before uh -huh. and it doesn't go through like a it's more crumbly a, phase. A yogurty thing. It just becomes thick milk. That's sour. But also I wonder, because the way I make yogurt is you get other yogurt and you just put it in milk. Right, that's crazy. What if to me. you get cottage cheese and you put it in milk? Does it make more cottage cheese? <laughs> I don't think so. I can't believe it makes more yogurt. It's nuts. Seriously, <laughs> you fill like a pan with milk and you put yogurt in it, uh -huh. and then you wrap it up and you like put it in the oven with the oven light on overnight to keep it just kind of warm. And in the morning, it's fucking yogurt. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's the wor world is wild. It anyway, we're, we're, there's somebody here to play cards with. <laughs> I want to give me some cute cards. Want to play cards? Yeah, I wanted to play. Yeah, fuck with that move, motherfucker. Oh. I fucked him in the opening move. Oh, he's she's got a dinosaur. Oh, the T-Rex. Mm -hmm. It's not that good. No, it's a pretty early enemy. She's also got a big turtle. Adamantoids, possibly? There you go. Oh, fuck. I almost put the Ifrit in the wrong spot. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. Okay, let's time to meet. Let's go. So we go back out to the front entrance of Galbadia Garden, where apparently everyone is waiting for us. Renoa's like, just pretend I'm a seed too, it'll be easier that way. Yeah, because like this headmaster of this garden has new orders for us from Sid, mm -hmm. which if I were Renoa right now, I would be like, what the fuck, here's yeah. your fucking contract. I'll show you exactly what the orders you are. You work for me. Like, Timber <laughs> is still occupied. <laughs> just pretend I'm a seed too. It'll be less complicated that way. Get back to the car. Look at this evil headmaster they've got over here. 
He's just like a normal looking dude in a robe, but he walks with posture. I'm just assuming this is the evil rival right. school, you know, and we haven't learned that yet. This is Martine. Yeah, he's not actually evil, he's just a guy. Good day. I have official orders from Headmaster Sid addressed to you. Following regulations, I have gone over these orders. After careful consideration of our options, we have decided to fully assist and cooperate with Headmaster Sid. In order to stress the importance of this mission, I must first brief you on the current situation. At ease. We are at ease. You all know about the sorceress being appointed as the peace ambassador for the Galbadian government. I'm pretty sure we had never heard that before. <laughs> Actually, I think it was mentioned in that TV broadcast by the president. But either way... He's like, as you all know, the sorceress has been appointed to the blah blah blah, and now the story is finally happening, sort of. However, this ambassador thing is just a cover-up. There will be no peace talks. Only threats. Okay, so maybe these aren't bad guys? They seem like bad guys. The sorceress creates fear among people. Therefore, peace talks are impossible. Okay. okay. Gal also she can brainwash people. Yeah, that's pretty bad. You can't have peace talks with someone who's like, there will be peace, just give us everything you want. And they're like, yeah. That's right, yeah, that's not brave. That's not, I mean, you can't yeah. have that peace. Galbadia is planning to use this fear to negotiate favorable, con favorable conditions for itself. It's clear that Galbadia's ultimate goal is world domination. Garden is no exception either. It is a fact that the sorceress is planning to use this garden as her base. We have very few options available to us. We entrust world peace and the future to you! 17 year olds! Sweet. Uh, well, you know, we're the fe we are the future. Aren't there more experienced seeds out there already? I don't know. Like, we graduated a few days ago. But considering how long the garden's been... Yeah, there's gotta be seeds out there. They, they act like this is a well-known, yeah. established no, program. this isn't the first group of people to become seeds. I mean, digging into the timeline that we learn later... I know. It might be, it, but I, they act but like it's not. That's not... We meet other seeds. I don't know what's going on here, but, but I'm, I'm just saying... I don't think this is a good idea to give these kids a plan this important. Like, this guy has just laid on us. The conspiracy has already <laughs> happened, and we basically have no chance to save ourselves mm -hmm. except this one plan, and it's all up to you guys. Let's do it. <laughs> Details of the mission are enclosed in these official orders. Take off one of your belts, you fucking asshole. Yeah, there's a above regulation number I, of The belts. longer we go on, the madder and madder I am at our main character for being such a tool. Any questions? The order said by means of a sniper? We have no one with that skill. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Let me introduce an elite sharpshooter from Galbadia Garden. Oh. Kinius! Irvine Irvine Kinius. We get another character introduction scene, our final one. Mm -hmm. This is our final party member. He's like a 17-year-old cowboy guy, <laughs> and he's lying in the grass looking at the clouds with a gun finger, like his finger is a gun pointed in the mm -hmm, air. Because he's and, a sharpshooter. And a butterfly lands on it, and he goes, <laughs> like moves his finger like he's shooting it, and the butterfly flies away. Oh, we got a real cutscene of a little butterfly on his finger. Bang! Wow. wow. And now you know exactly who this guy is, right? You know what he's all about. He's a cowboy douche. On so we've got a face a tattoo douche, a multi-belt with big puffy puffy jacket douche, uh -huh. a cowboy douche, uh -huh. <sighs> and some chicks. Everyone is so basic. That's episode seven. It sure is. We, uh, yeah, we're about to start our, our next mission. Mm-hmm. Um, we have learned about the sorceress. Yep. And that she is evil and going to try to take over the world or something. We explored Galbadia Garden a little bit. We learned some Mac hacks. Yeah, we did. You know what else I was just thinking? What? You know the, like, garlic butter from, like, Zanku Chicken oh, and yeah. other, like, me Middle Eastern type places? Uh-huh. What if you used garlic butter instead of normal butter and you made the just garlicky mac? That's a great idea. I actually had somebody suggest that I use it to cook with omelets, like mm -hmm. to like use instead of butter for an omelet, but that's even 
just use all the garlic butter instead of real butter and yeah. have a garlic mac. Or maybe just load that mac up with garlic if you don't have the butter. Just get some mac that people are going to smell on you for like a week. <laughs> now sweat out that mac. That's another Mac hack for you out there. Yep. Untested Mac hack, but I have faith in it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what else happened this week? Anything? Well, we had the Laguna Dream. Right. Where uh, they all got really hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about that dream, too. If I were Warden Kiros, I'd be pretty mad. They weren't even supposed to be patrolling there. And now they're, like, mortally wounded. Yeah. It's all p- a pretty bad look. Laguna's a bad leader. <laughs> Next week, we're going to head into the heart of Galbadia to Delling City. And we're going to do a real dungeon, like a, a first real, real dungeon. No, our first real dungeon was at the very beginning of this week. But, like, this is a realer dungeon. This is a puzzle dungeon. Yeah. This is a dungeon that the puzzles actually pan out to be a puzzle. Yes. So look forward to that next It's also week. optional, so it's even cooler. Yeah. Because all the best shit in Final Fantasy is always optional. And the worst stuff. But... You know, it's it's a it's a dichotomy. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I like that the dungeon we're gonna do next week a lot. Gonna get some new GFs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, do another briefing about a mission. Yep. Are we? Are we doing the brief? No, we're I not doing the briefing the week next after. week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry for the confusion, everybody. We can't edit this, so there's no way to actually get it right. <laughs> but that's what's happening next week. Yeah. Oh, are you ready to log on and see if we have any messages? I'm ready to get on my digital board and rip and tear through the waves of the future. www.worldwidewetweb. Water webs. Water web. Web. World. Water world web. Digital surf nation. All right, we're on. And there is a message. Clicking on it now. The message reads, Happy birthday to Ryan. Love you and love your podcast. From mom and dad. Oh, thanks, mom and dad. That's really nice. Is yeah. it my birthday? Well, this is they asked for this to air on January 17th, but like this will be the week after your birthday, I guess. Mm. And also the week right before mine. Yeah, so happy birthday to you too, Jeff. Well, thank you. Happy birthday to us. Birthdays and are fine. Thank you so thanks, much. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love you parents. too. All right, let's let's log off. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in a message, just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. Messages are $25 a piece. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. And we'll say pretty much whatever you want us to. Yeah, we do payments through PayPal. So email us and make it happen. Thank you so much to the Patreon supporters. Mm -hmm. We really, really appreciate what you continue to do. Yeah. Support us. Yeah. With your dollars. And, uh, I mean, it it basically keeps us going. Yes. If people weren't listening and people weren't interested and we we couldn't even fund buying microphones and stuff, I don't know how many multi-disc Final Fantasy games we'd be able we to edit. put together. <laughs> and yeah, thanks to Patreon, we've not only played a bunch of multi-disc Final Fantasy games, but we also played Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus, That's both right. of which you can watch the playthroughs of if you join our Patreon. And you can do that at patreon.com slash nocat, N-O-C-K-A-T. You can get episodes early. You can get the video version if you want to see what this game looks like. Even you don't have Google or have never played it before. You can also get t-shirts and mugs both there and on our Etsy store. Mm-hmm. So go do all those things in order to support us and keep us going. We are drowning in merchandise. My closets are full. It's killing us. Rate and review us on iTunes and all that. And get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at Podcast. Mm-hmm. Put a message in a bottle. Throw it in the ocean. Yeah. Maybe someone else will find it and listen to the show. <laughs> Somebody finds a message in a bottle about a podcast. About, about, yeah, about, <laughs> about a Final Fantasy podcast. There's this podcast where they play Final Fantasy. <laughs> if you don't know what Final Fantasy is, yeah. it's a JRPG series. If you don't know what that, a podcast is. Yeah. Well, you don't, yeah, you don't know who's going to find it. They might not. Make no assumptions when you put a message in a bottle. And don't put any personal information in it either. You don't know who's going to find it. <laughs> put your password. <laughs> well, let's have a little no-cat dessert. Okay. This are, week. Yeah, this week. Uh, kielbasa? We can't. It's not a hot dog if it's just different types of sausages. We might as well, like, just eat something else. <laughs> it's close-ish. 
All right, what if, what if we deep fry this hot dog and make sushi out of it somehow? Well, yeah, like just like a deep fried hot dog that you then cut up into little like and make like a, a roll. roll. Yeah. yeah. All right, that sounds great. Maybe with some spicy mayonnaise. Let's have that. Okay. Right now. What about you? Do you play cards? No, you don't. You just sneeze. Loser. You play cards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be everybody's opener. You play cards? Shit. I wanted to put a card there. Great. Take every one of your cards. 